Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Me and Jess took a week off for Jess to take her vacation. Um, yes. But back. we're back. We are back and ready to do our last year, second to last episode. Uh, today, we're going to be doing year four using the Deck of Swords. So, a little reminder for everyone. The this is a horror RPG. There are elements that we don't know what's going to pop up in the prompts. I did get a glimpse at one of the prompts, and it was it was a little dark. Okay. Uh, in our last year, Elias and Angelica both joined. Ended up joining the secrets organization that we had dubbed the Royals. Uh, Angelica also joined another secret society called the Faceless who is like a secret exchange of information type of group. They throughout the year Elias managed to break his curse and free Professor Monty and subsequently his little devil that he had uh, summoned and bound Meanwhile, Angelica had her year, all the rumors that had kind of subsided in the past year, rekindled when she accidentally blew up a tree. Heard a couple kids along with it. (laughs) She was real obsessed, I feel like, this last year and kind of losing her mind. All the things that she had done were to try and get more access and learn more about the Secret Society with a lot of failure until she decided to join at the end. Can't beat them, join them. And well, uh, at the end of year three, there was a big ball. That ended up not being the most memorable part of year three, unfortunately, as there was a murder at the end of the year. And it was, it happened to be the newly released uh, Professor Astrio Monti, who has been found murdered in the hall. And going into our fourth year, the academy was different when you started your fourth year. Seemingly harsher and colder, the recent death left a layer of gloom on all activity. And... I do have a question for you, Kent. Mm-hmm. Does Elias wonder or think about if he murdered the professor? That is an excellent question, because I don't think we explored anything beyond the fact that he died last year, you know? And I don't think we kind of went over what happened in between the years. I don't know. I think we did talk about a little bit, because I remember vaguely, and I could have been year two. I just remember like a switch between us that the first year I stayed on no the first year I went home Mm -hmm. and you stayed on campus the second year I stayed on campus to learn more about the royals and I stayed on campus to try to break uh, find more learn more and break the curse but I think this last year you went home for the first time yeah I believe Elias for the first time since he's come to this academy has gone home in the wake of 
the professor's death. You know, it's okay too, because I remember that I think that I stayed at the school and I don't remember why. Yeah. I don't remember why I made that decision at all. I think she was. Uh, I remember her studying the book for some time. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. That's that's kind of why we do this thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. We can, it might come back to us. while that, we're... E- e- Either that or we can just like retcon it if we like our new idea better. Mm, that's fair. Like, like I said, I don't remember Elias going home, but I'm all in favor of him going home. And kind of just being like wanting to be surrounded by loved ones. I think, I think vaguely, I think she wanted to be invested in these new groups. And I think establishing her place with the Royals and the faceless. All right. But to answer your question, no, Elias doesn't think that he had anything to do directly with the Mm. uh, professor's murder. But there is an ingling in the back of his mind that like, it's like, was this his little, the the little devil that he bound and then freed. But yeah, there are some doubts that he he's not quite sure. And I think this fourth year, he wants to look into it more into the murder of his beloved professor. As we've been switching off who starts this year uh i started with the first draw last year so jess gets to start this year with the uh, prompts first card of year four the seven of swords if you go seven eight nine it's gonna be hilarious what a jolly looking fellow one evening you traced a new path back to your dorm room along the way you heard several voices you recognized chanting in unison When you peered into the room with the voices, about 20 people in the dark, hooded cloaks immediately stopped chanting and turned to you. Why is Angelica stumbling upon all these cults? (laughs) A voice commanded you to leave before slamming the door in your face. What else did you see in that room? What did you do after? Whose voices did you recognize? Oh... Shit. Shit. And uh, what was your major? Oh, my major arcana is X10, the Wheel of Fortune. Ah. Uh, I had that one last year. 10, Fate, Destiny, Curses, Luck, Excessiveness. Hmm. Okay. Damn it. So what were my questions? My questions were first, what else did you see? So I'm imagining, I know that these figures were all cloaked and chanting, but I'm imagining almost like a library-esque room. In addition to these people in cloaks, kind of a strange creature in the back, kind of strung up, looking like a little bit tortured, kind of not unhappy to have been there. Not of this world that Angelica has ever seen before, but maybe has recognized some of the way it speaks and the sounds it makes from like some of the things she's heard in the West Wing. I'm also imagining that while these people and these folks who are chanting are cloaked and hooded and she can't really see who they are, 
the rest of the room kind of reeks of opulence and like decadence. There's like glasses of presumably wine, like just like fancy foods being kind of served around the way they kind of carry themselves. It just kind of reeks of that like wealthy opulent sort of situation. And maybe even just like gold and jewelry kind of strung about. I'm trying to give the idea maybe that whatever it is that they're doing, there's like a trade-off in giving them kind of good fortune and wealth. That is what I'm sort of imagining in my mind. Also based off of this card. There's a man holding a collection of swords and there appears to be a tent, like a circus type tent in the background. And, um, what did she do afterwards? Would Angelica be doing what Angelica does? She found another secret society. She's just like, I'm going to pry into this one too. Yes, absolutely. I was actually thinking that Angelica is going to see if her little ghosty friend who she released is willing to do her a favor and take a little sneaky peek. <laughs> what's going on in there and who did she recognize shit that one's kind of good i i mentioned maybe like the creature was like maybe adjacent to some things that she's heard before but i feel like there could be someone really good in there like someone who has uh come across as a noble figure in the school a prominent, uh, noble, like yeah. good figure. Yeah, I'm thinking either like a teacher, or that reporter girl, or our headmaster. You know what I mean? The headmaster would be an interesting one to go with because we haven't done much with the headmaster this entire time. Let's go with the headmaster. Let's let's go with um. Perhaps she recognized the headmaster's voice, and that was the one. That was uh, commanding you to leave. Yeah. Yes. So what did your uh, ghosty friend see when they peek into the room? <laughs> um, I guess maybe just imagining what I was um, describing kind of before. Mm, just some sort of ritual that's a bit torturous to this creature and just like a void within these like tent flaps that appears to be kind of just pushing out gold and jewelry and things of wealth. So they're kind of... Uh, they're almost like dining on his pain as well as like benefiting from it. Interesting. Hey, sc uh, schools always need more funds, you know? Well, it's got to stay running and hidden somehow. All of our tuitions and room and board are free. <laughs> <laughs> We're not paying to be here. Very true. At least for now. I don't know if that comes after we graduate, but like we're all here for free. That was yeah. part of the letter. Yes. All right. That will be mine. Is there anything else you did after? Are you going to kind of like go into this? Or are you just like, ooh, I don't want to fuck with the headmaster type of thing? I think, yeah, I think she's just going to kind of like rush back to her room and just keep her mouth shut about that one. She's uh, after last year, she's a little bit kind of cautious, more cautious. She's not as bold as she used to be, really. 
the end of last year was very hard. And joining the Royals is a little bit of a, we'll see where it goes. All right. You ready for your card, Kent? Yes. Go ahead and flip, please. All right. Elias, year four. The Six of Swords. Are you sure you shuffled that? Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) There's only so many. Right. And your major arcana is the moon. At this point in our years, we definitely would have gotten the major arcanas more than once by now. I believe I have gotten the moon more than once. That's not really. I remember you got the Wheel of Fortune before. I got the Wheel of Fortune before. Last year, I got the star twice in one year. Mm. There still are so many. Yeah. No, no, yeah, I got the moon uh, my first year. So, circling back, circling back. Instability, anxiety, enemies, darkness, rest. Okay. So I had the Six of Swords. Jesus. A ghost came to you while you were alone in your room. The phantom told you of a newly revealed path to hell and said that someone is waiting for you at the end of it. God damn it, Jess. I'm not done. The ghost beseeched that you follow them, warning that the path would require you to give up your ability to forgive. Oh but that you'd also find answers to your questions. <laughs> Elias always has so many questions. Why does Elias get all of the answers? To be fair, they're hard answers, but like Angelica searches for answers for years and gets shit, gets nothing. Where did they lead you? Did you follow the path? If so, who waited for you at the end? What did they reveal? Holy crap. Like, I, I just saw the fr- like that whole prompt is just like, what a way to start Elias's fourth year. Like, road to hell. Road to hell. Someone's waiting for me at the end of it. Honestly, it's pretty symbolic of uh, Elias's whole school experience. And again, like, my, my, my meanings, instability, anxiety, enemies, darkness, rest. Oh, geez. Oh, boy. So. I I got to say, I, I, I want to say that the 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 ghost that came to me is uh, Xenia. The. Aww. Why would she lead you to hell? Oh, she knows you want answers. Yeah. I say um, but I'm, she might not be a good ghost. So, <laughs> I, uh, guess you never, like, I guess you never did find out about the demon in Zenia's body yet either. Yeah, no, like I, I only had assumptions of yeah what was going on and like who was responsible for it and and, and like le- legitimately, like I, I came into this year wanting answers Mm -hmm. like specifically for professor monty's death 
Like there's a bunch of things from last year he hasn't been able to piece together yet. And like Well, it looks like you're gonna get your answers. Oh god, I know. You just gotta give up a piece of your humanity. No big deal. I know, like that that's small like, price uh, to pay. Angelica would do it. I know Angelica would do it. <laughs> oh my. Okay, okay. Um so Elias ends up going with the ghost of Xenia. She leads him down some hallways that in the academy that he's for sure never seen before, like to the left of the main entrance type of thing. Like <laughs> there was nothing there but a wall. Mm-hmm. He he follows and they go down and it takes a while. It does take a while for uh, for him to get to the end of this path. And it does change from Academy Hallway to kind of like a cave. And then for a moment, he is like out to the open almost. Mm. And this open area is... It's dark, like what you believe would believe a cave is. But when he looks up, like he can see like a vast, elaborate, like skyline, like stars from edge to edge. Okay. And although there are many and it should be bright because of that, it's still dark. Like, he can't see where he's going. Mm -hmm. The presence that he's following is the only thing that's, like, guiding him, he hopes, safely. At the end, I honestly didn't think I would get this, like, to this point so quickly. Early. Yeah. Like, so early. Like, Mm -hmm. right away. Like, I was just like, this is going to be his whole year. This is going to, like, like his year is going to lead up to the point of, like, him at finding his questions and going in like yep finding his answers and but like i mean i don't know about for you but i know that this would be disastrous for angelica yeah yeah because and this is probably true for what you're gonna do too but like whatever the answers are that she gets they're not gonna be good ones no yeah but the the one he meets at the end is Astrio Monti, mm. the man who showed him guidance in his first year, the one he turned to stone for two years of his stay here, and the one who ended up uh, murdered at the end of it when elias sees professor monty there he doesn't know quite what to do yet and i want to say that he just stands there looking and 
tears are just streaming down his face. Astrio turns to Elias and with a a warm smile and a a wide visible red patch across his chest. He will say, maybe a little bit too jolly for this occasion. Way more upbeat than Elias would ever have has ever seen him. He says, I'm glad to have seen you one last time. And then the smile kind of fades. But I desperately wished you didn't come. I know you're probably wondering, have been wondering, how I was murdered, how I died. And it was in, he, uh, Monty reveals that it was in fact the little devil that had killed him. And this is all your fault, Elias. It was you. And as for the reason why the devil had told Monty as he had lied there in the hall in his final uh, moments that the the curse that was inflicted upon him and subsequently Elias as well was meant to more or less steal Elias's magical capabilities. But since that curse was broken, Elias got to keep his magic, but the devil wanted something in return. And that was what Elias wanted more than anything else. A very full circle, because what was it that her statue had said? Always know the price you have to pay. Mm -hmm. uh, Always set the price before making a deal. Monty had uh, has also kind of uh, laid out what the imp's little plan was supposed to be. The imp was going to take the power of the speaking gem and kind of use it to take control of this world. But although the devil is still free, in our realm, his plan has been foiled. Hopefully for now, hopefully forever. At the end of this revelation, Elias gets one last goodbye from the uh, professor. And all of a sudden, he's standing in the corner of the front foyer where that hallway should have been or that that hallway was that he walked down. Mm -hmm. And it is no longer there. It is a wall again. And uh, Elias turns to head back to his dorm. And he's a bit colder. 
as he walks back to his room. Magic has not been kind to Elias at all. No. And that would that's going to be a big thing for Elias that I'm going to have to keep that I'm going to have to remember that he gave up his abil- his ability to forgive. Oh shit, that's right. So I'm going to have to see how that plays out for the rest of the year and in our final battle in our graduation. <sighs> well, that was my deep heavy one. Hopefully it's all uphill from here. I feel like this game was not meant for that in the rest of year four. All right. Let me shuffle this back in. All right. My next card is the Knight of Swords. Finally out of your uh, eights and nines. I know. You don't know how you got there, but one day you woke up inside a coffin. It didn't take long to break out of the wooden box, thanks to your magic, but you were still sealed inside of a tomb, surrounded by darkness. What magic did you use to escape the tomb? Who did the tomb belong to? Who was behind this? And do you think they meant for you to stay there? Here's your dark one. Yeah, it's thankfully a little bit lighter than I have no idea yours, maybe. Yeah. A path to hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, and my major arcana is the magician one. Mm-hmm. Numero uno. Skill, resourcefulness, manipulation, will. That is a great thing for Angelica right now. What were my questions again? What magic did you use to escape the tomb? Who did the tomb belong to? Who was behind it, this? And do you think they meant for you to stay there? What kind of magic did she use? So Angelica's big talent was related to kind of patterns and math and geography and things like geography, geometry, thank you, and things like that. And she's been gathering a lot of secret knowledge between just her research in the library, a lot of just like studying kind of the West Wing and sneaking around, learning as much as possible and exchanging information with the faceless. She's also learned a lot of protective wards over the last few years, just trying to kind of protect herself and a lot of the targeting that's been happening to her. So I'm going to say that she used, I don't know if I have anything specific very specific it's just a lot of maybe warding and um kind of tactical patterned magic that she was able to kind of open and unseal the lid of the tomb of the lid of the coffin to get out and kind of just take her time study the the actual tomb itself and its creation and maybe locate some weak points and kind of blast her way through I think that this actually happened from the royals. I think some of the royals or maybe a lot of the royals are still not very happy with her, especially with how she kind of made her space into the organization. And I I think they intended to enclose her here and she would just disappear and just be stuck here. Whose tomb was it? 
I'm going to say that the tomb is perhaps just a sacred prominent figure of the royals from the past. Um, it's a name she's recognized before from reading and studying the book. But I don't I, have I a... do I, I don't have a name, but I do have an idea that is along the same lines of that. Sure. That the person of the tomb, especially because Angelica would know this, uh, this is someone who was in the royals before. And then kind of like Angelica was like seeking out and rooting out members of the royals and that she was disposed of by the society in and of itself. And you this find like this a out, message to her. Yeah. And this is a message to, uh, to Angelica because like they probably may have found out how much you've dug, how deep you've dug and like what you would have known. So it's also possible that someone from the Royals was there at the last secret chanting that she had stumbled into. It's mm-hmm. um, a good, uh, good chance. Yeah. Yeah. And saw her and tried to silence her. Silence her. Yeah. I love that idea. I love that, that message of like Angelica knowing too much and almost again, gaining too much power and has to be knocked down. Yep. Follow-up question, though, does Angelica kind of back down after this? Back down in what way? She doesn't quit the royals. She doesn't quit the royals, but does she kind of... uh, She never stops seeking information. Does she kind of take a, a, a sideline from her previous personality of other years of, like, it doesn't matter who they are, just, like, kind of get out of my... Yeah, get out out of my way type of thing. Like, I don't care who you are. I would say so. This year has been very different for her. And it's not necessarily because they're attacking her again and she's been stuck in the tomb. I think a really big shift for her was the end of last year when she hurt some of the other students and she was in that infirmary. And she saw some of the injuries. It just reminded her a lot of the hospital ward and the hospital room that her friend is in and that she used to visit quite often and that she was doing all of this for. And I think some of the things that she learned last year is that there's a lot of information out there and it's not as much as she can do what she can on her own. She can't discover everything and there's just so much out there and she's needed help. And she kind of dipped her foot into that a little bit last year. And she dipped into it a little bit more by the end of last year by kind of joining the Royals and hoping to get help. But um, I think now she's trying to suss out who she can trust and who she can't trust and where kind of that will come from. Because she stumbled on a couple of new organizations and uh, she is like, nope, nope, nope. Maybe just going to leave that one <laughs> behind some closed doors if I can. Yep. Which is new for her, which is new for her. But yeah, she's, yep. she's uh, kind of trying to be less abrasive and okay. less kind of laissez-faire about the world and the students here. All right. Sounds good. You ready for your second card? Let me have it. All right. Come on right. later. 
Eight of Swords. Ah, I got your eight. You did. Oh, this is an interesting looking picture. It's also very interesting to me because like. There's obviously like the major arcana, right? Mm -hmm. But like the minor arcana in tarot, the cards have associations with them as well, right? They have they have kind of certain meanings that come from them. At least I've only heard of at least like one or two of them that I know of. And so I wonder how these images and how these prompts kind of connect to the general kind of tarot meetings that are out there, you know what I mean? Or if they do at all. Yeah. Like, for example, I know like the two of cups is like the lover's card. You know what I mean? Like not the major arcana lovers, but it's like the minor arcana lovers. Makes makes sense. Yeah. Situation. So I like, I wonder um, how that kind of connects. And maybe I'm just making that up. I could be wrong. I'm not a tarot expert at all. My limited knowledge. All right. Your major arcana card is the emperor. Authority, tyranny, stability, power. Wow. From instability to stability. Yeah. And this actually, so I had taken a quick glance at this one before. This was not like the dark one that I had thing, but I, I kind of read the uh, top of this one when I read your Seven of Swords. Fourth years are required to study the creatures in the surrounding forest, and they're often trusted to do so alone. While you were making notes about a new discovery, you heard what sounded like a woman singing. You'd learned enough to know that it's never a good sign. So you packed your items to leave, but the woods had shifted around you, obscuring the trail, and the singing grew louder. What was stalking you? How did you escape? Wow, Elias is being led through some really um, strange, far places. Mm. So my first thought, because I had uh, my major arcana is the emperor, and I had read the first line of this before the whatever this creature is it is the major ruling force in this forest oh okay it is the thing that all the other creatures of this forest and some of the teachers revere or fear in one form or another. Obviously, the teachers would probably fear this creature because they want to explore the forest, but this is its domain. Mm. I want to say that the the singing that is heard is actually the it's the singing of a trapped siren. It, that's a slave to this this ruling creature of the forest. And it is a known thing that, like, if you hear the singing, you know you're close to the ruler of the forest. But the thing is, it's getting closer to Elias. I think that this, when one, when Elias had made his way into the forest, he was kind of like found out by the by this ruler. Hmm. 
And all I can think of to kind of like picture this ruler is a not quite giant, but a this huge kind of like anthropomorphic deer man, like more more man than deer, but has like the huge Antler. rack of horns, antlers, does carry himself a, a, about like he is a king. Mm. and very much rules over the land like uh, the forest like a tyrant. As soon as Elias had stepped foot into this forest, he was kind of like found out by this emperor, this creature, because of because of the devil that Elias had freed into the forest Mm. and that is disrupting the emperor's rule Mm. because the 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 devil is or was at the time very recently freed from elias's yeah care so to speak Mm -hmm. so i think the king came to elias and kind of like hunted him down and shifted the forest to block his escape. He knows you're the cause. To have a word or what Elias really hoped is a word. And how did you escape? I do think that Elias is cornered by the king in his procession. And for a while, he just thought, you know, he's going to be one of those kids that happened to one of, one of the one of the students who happened to disappear into the woods, never to be seen again. But Elias swears up and down that he had whatever the the devil the little devil is doing into in this forest in on this in this area. Elias has nothing to do with it. Like he wanted to be free and separated from this thing. And he, he had separated himself from it last year during the super blood moon. And I think that the king of the forest does take his word for it to a, uh, to a degree, but Elias is ejected from the forest. And now he can never actually re-enter the forest. Any time he tries to, like if he tries to walk back in the trees and bushes, just like make an impassable wall that he can. And even using his uh, portal magic, like if he tries to teleport into the into the forest, even into an area that is thought of and known as a safe area in the forest for the uh students to go into the the other side of the portal is just all vines and thick 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 growth that nothing can penetrate Mm. and now he has a little devil to thank for this and hopefully something that he can deal with before the end of the year 
The responsibilities just pile up one after another after another. Mm-hmm. All right. And now it's time for Angelica's last card. Oh, gosh. Last card of the last her, year. Her yes. final card. My final card is a four of swords. Oh, boy. Wow, this one looks so different from the others. And my Arcana card is the devil. (laughs) I think this is the second time you've gotten the devil, Jess. The devil has come up before. So you ready for this, Jess? (laughs) I don't like the expression on your face right now. (laughs) So it... It was not the one that I thought it was going to be, the one that I had glimpsed before that I was like, ooh, this one's dark. Okay. But it's close. Okay. The pressure of being a prodigy weighed heavily on you. The headmaster pulled you aside to offer you guidance and help you believe in the magic within you. To prove that you truly were remarkable they handed you an ornate dagger that glistened as soon as you touched it. They let you keep it, telling you that they hoped it helped you find peace. As you held it alone in your room, you could hear it crying out for blood, thrumming in your hands. Who do you think enchanted this dagger? Why do you think it wants blood? What did you do with it? Well, we didn't even know the headmaster was going to come back up again. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Like 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 I've said before, we have read none of these prompts. We have no idea what's going to pop up. All of this is a surprise to us as it is to the listener. So, wow. Okay. Uh the brief meanings for the devil 15 mm-hmm. obsession conflict violence force freedom god damn it i feel like i remembered my questions and then i hear the themes and i forget my questions what were my questions again so uh the sword thirsts for blood yeah let me as you held it alone in your room you could hear it crying out for blood thrumming in your hands who do you think enchanted this dagger why do you think it wants blood what did you do with it? Oh my god. It's like it's uh it's so hard because it's like how bad do I want it at the end of the year? Right? Mm. This is the last card, this is the last fourth year. We're literally at the end of our schooling and we are going to have our prodigy rival battle yep. for top student. And at this point, it's like how far is Angelica willing to go? So who do I think enchanted the dagger? I I mean, the headmaster gave it to me. So I think it's going to be just the headmaster, I think, enchanted the dagger. Possibly the creature that was in the room with her. Maybe it was, uh, it, it's like as a uh, warning. I kind of be- took it as a bribe a little bit, maybe. Or as a warning, because... Uh- it's a dangerous dagger you know who knows and it's like this is just like a small little thing of what could possibly come like type of thing it's like it's like hey you're gifted 
Cause like the, it, it's not like the, this whole thing isn't the headmaster being like, Hey, you're going to shut the hell up. But what you saw it's, Hey, you're going to be a really powerful mage. Like, like I, like this has clearly been weighing heavily, heavy on you over these past years, but here, take this. I'm going to say that the dagger wants just kind of a new creature to feed on. I think maybe in that first room that she had seen, maybe this dagger was part of whatever ritual they were chanting and casting and um, performing on the creature. I think that it needs more. What are you thinking, Kent? You have an idea. Yes. So because of that last thing, and maybe this is an invitation. <laughs> God damn it. God damn Maybe the headmaster is inviting Angelica, knowing that she is a powerful mage, knowing that she knows their secret a little bit. And like By, this is kind of like the headmaster's yeah. thought process type By of thing. Being her like, to join. like she'll stay quiet if she's part of it too. That and like it's easier to guide someone next to you. Mm, yeah. Yes. Yes. Fuck. I feel like I think I got the devil card when Angelica's obsession began with researching the royals. Yeah, because that was. I'm pretty sure. Hour. I'm pretty sure that's when she started to go heavy into these people that were attacking her these symbols everywhere studying everything yeah that that was the end of our second year that you got got it so the cups that when we first came off with the uh the king's court came up with the king's court so i think i think she's gonna do it like i think she might cut herself a little bit to just see what that does with the sword Mm -hmm. the dagger yeah with the dagger and you know what? I think it's going to give her something when she cuts, when she feeds it a little bit of herself. Power, knowledge, I'm not sure what. It should be knowledge. That's the thing that she is obsessed with. But it's not a whole lot. It's got to be something really small. Something to hook her and keep her wanting more. Mm. Maybe it'll tell her something about Elias. Yeah. I think, I think, I don't know maybe specifics what yet, but I think she's going to feed it a little bit of herself, of the blood, and it will give her some sort of knowledge of just maybe a little bit of the insecure, like a glimpse of the insecurity that Elias is going through or some sort of weak spot that Elias is going through right now. Hmm. The briefest, the briefest idea that it can help her achieve what she wants. And I think she is going to join and accept this invitation. Look at that. The end of the year, Jess joins three cults. If it wasn't for this card, I was going for a different direction, but I like could not. Like I like obsession again, like that is mm-hmm. Angelica the last three years. Like yep. it's Completely. just got her back. It's just that Completely. knowledge, that power, that little taste. To a larger open door, and she's in. I intended right. for no cults in the making of this game. <laughs> I want to say I started off with no cults in the making of this game. Yeah, you, you lasted a whole two years without joining cult, and then the la- in the third year you were like, "Fuck it, too." <laughs>
And then I, even this year last one, I'm like, nah, I'm just going to step away from this a little bit. It's like dagger of power. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Whatever shall I do? Well, Oof. all okay. right. Last card of our schooling years and Elias's last card. Oh, boy. It is the two of swords. Okay, thank God. <laughs> one above and one below. And my major, if you would. The chariot. Oh, yours are so nice. This got like the moon, the emperor, the chariot. Also like regal looking. My meanings are triumph, aggression, control, willpower. Mm. Interesting. You stumbled on clues that led you to the secret meeting location of an on-campus society. I wonder <laughs> which one of the three or 87 are there. <laughs> Some of the clues suggest the society was behind the murder of last year. <laughs> you managed to trick a member into staying in their room and you wore their image as a glamour disguise. What did you learn at the meeting? Who was there? Who did you glamour yourself as? What taste did their face leave in your mouth? That is a weird question. That is a weird question. I also want to read it. Let's not forget forget that you no longer forgive. Yes. Holy crap. Holy crap. I thought you know, I ended- what are the chances that you get this right? Like I know also, like, it's crazy how it works out because it's like you got this card, not me. You like all of these cards related to like. Holy crap! We're ending on a good note, or a dark note. I don't know. It's a good dark note. So, I am going to say that Elias found out that. The royals were the ones like plotting this entire thing this entire time because, like, they have the book, they know who is going to be who is a powerful mage. So they just kind of like chose one of us. Hot twist, they've been playing us both this whole time. Yeah. They just kind of like chose one of us to ferret this demon to. They probably did not, you know, really anticipate the fact that Elias could break that curse. Mm -hmm. And kind of going back and restructuring what I had said about the, the whole thing in my first prompt that. They want to take control of the speaking gem. And they had, were using this little imp to do it. And they wanted to uh, use its power to take control of the worlds. Mm -hmm. So obviously, Elias is a member of the society, but he doesn't want to show up as himself. To this 
Of whose image do you take? So whose image do I take? That is a great question. Because... And I, I think that uh, it, the prompt says that I tricked a member into staying into their room, but no, it, Elias found this out and like he is angry. He is enraged. He does not trick someone to be into, into their room. He threatens someone to stay in their room. He... Because we've had very few characters who have a kind of like we made that have appeared into this mm-hmm. uh, and that ended up being in the society. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to say that it is that one was our first year and our second year. Chloe Merrick, the one that we the reporter girl. The reporter girl who we had said that she is also in the the society. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was kind of working alongside Drew Taylor. Mm-hmm. But he has been outed from the society now. What a name, Drew Taylor. So he confronts Chloe and he threatens her to keep quiet. If any word of this comes out at all, if he hears a peep of it, he'll toss her into a portal into the heart of the forest where she will never be seen again. He's like, I got friends there now. He doesn't have friends. And actually, like, actually, that that's not a threat that he can actually live up to live up to because all of his. Uh, all magic that uh, any time he tries to access the forest yeah blocked off he's blocked off so like he is just hoping that his aptitude with portals is well uh, is known well enough that it is something that he can do no questions asked and she does take his were his threat to heart and she's not going through come out of her room she's not going to uh, pass any word on this whatsoever so he he ends up showing going to this meeting a meeting that he even as a member had no idea this was a meeting spot so that this clearly was a higher up meeting for people who are higher in the the royals than uh, he ever was which this Chloe girl seems to have been. And maybe she was that high because they were using her, using her to kind of not ferret out information, but like spread false information. Mm -hmm. So they were using her position in, in turn, giving her position in the uh, society to kind of spread their own agenda. Mm Mm-hmm. And that last question, that last question. What did the taste of her, what image face? What what taste did their face leave in your mouth? That is a very weird question. But like, I kind of see it as a, what did- how far did this face take me? Mm. 
like how much reach did this one person have and like how did that make me feel that like the 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 knowledge this person had access to mm-hmm. so finding out all of this that the society was the one that sent the devil towards him to kill professor monty once the curse was broken and that they lost their chance to take control of the speaking gem using his power he hmm Mm -hmm. what are you thinking kent i think that after this like when he gets to this meeting and he finds out the truth he is once again just enraged and I think that here is maybe a dozen, dozen and a half people of the, oh wait, was it the Royals or it was the King's Court? Mm, I think it was the King's Court. Yes, it was the King's Court. Been calling it the Royals this entire time and we thought it up. Well, just Jeez. say it's synonymous. Yeah. That w- once he's here and he's amongst the high ranking members of the society that he had joined in hopes of in initial hopes to break his curse Mm -hmm. and it turns out that they were any information that they found him was false luckily he you know found his own way to do it but did he i mean i i do want to say he did manage to uh to to break it because it still results in the professor's untimely death Mm -hmm. and what does elias want to do i think that with all of this information that he has gained that it pushes him over the edge he can never forgive these people nor would he ever want to and at the breaking point i think his glamour shatters in during this meeting and in his rage he pulls upon all of the magic that he possibly can and he he just starts taking these people out one by one or maybe in like little groups I think with all of the magic that he has learned over the years and stuff, like he ends up portaling a few away. He ends up summoning beasts to take out a few. And like he's he's also kind of dabbled in a little bit of the necromantic sort and a few a few are pulled into the earth by just like a small swarm of dead that drag them under and Elias will leave this meeting location that no one will ever find again was not a good uh, uh, no (laughs) good end (sighs) I mean it was a it was a good end for Elias Shit, that's horrifying. I don't want to 
bite you? That's horrifying. <laughs> it's interesting though, because like we both have a co- we're entering this final battle, and we both have a common enemy. Well, I guess not anymore because you killed most of them. But like, true, yeah. Shit, 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 shit. I heard a few kids. Heard a bunch. It is very like. It, it's and that was by accident. Oof. Yeah, it like and it, it started off like didn't you have the impression at, of with Angelica at the beginning of the year that she'd like step on people like she, she I, I yeah, I carry intended. people to yeah to get where she is, but like now like we flipped now like Angelica had accidentally hurt some people and she was very Pulled her back a little. It yeah. pulled her back. And like at the beginning, you know, Elias had accidentally hurt, had hurt some people. And like it did the same thing. It, like it was just like, oh, God, do I want to keep doing this? But now he like. Did. <laughs> but now he's like fell into that kind of like dark side. Oof. 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 So there is no between years now. Because we are fourth years. and. It is our last year. It is our graduation. It is our final exam that is going to be happening. That leaves the final battle. That leaves our final battle e- uh, exam. The culmination of all of our four years, all of the cards we used in our four years in our final fight against each other to figure out who's top student in Brackroot Academy. This whole turn of events between like with me and Jess and this whole game has been so far, like going through the four years, like this last year was just so full of, I can't even call them twists, you know, because they were just so on point, especially for Elias, like every single one. And like, I, I did, I did read a prompt while you were thinking of your last one. Uh-huh. I read the fifth one and I saw it and I was like, I hope Elias doesn't get this because I know what he's going to do. And I don't want to do it. But th- this this last year has been. I want to say a flip for like, like I said, a flip for our characters like. Elias is pretty much alone now. Yeah, he's Eli- like completely alone now, which he didn't start off with a whole lot of people to begin with, but he's like utterly alone now. Yeah, it it, it went from like, like maybe he's still like friendly or he was friendly with the people of his house, but like he doesn't have that group with him. Like he lost his goal anyway to kind of be with them in the first place. But w- with the the turn of events with his him going and speaking with Monty and paying that price to get his answers. I I do think that the people who he was friendly with did start to distance himself themselves from him. I would imagine so too. I imagine Elias completely different now. Like that magic of magic that that's not a good way to phrase it. (laughs) That That like, the majesty of magic is like completely gone for Elias, like yeah. utterly gone. Yeah. Like he, he no longer is in wonder 
yeah. of the magic that he now wields. Yeah. As it he had in the first year or uh two. But yeah, and and Angelica, like, do you think she's stepping for towards her back towards her goal? Not in this last year. I, I had intended her for her to maybe go in that direction, but I think her obsession and it's crazy because like all of those rumors that had come up about her that like kind of were a little bit out of her control as well and kind of spun out of proportion. They are also becoming true. Like becoming in three cults, obsessed with knowledge, obsessed with kind of gaining access to all of these things is also power. Like she's becoming all of these things that people said that she was, you know, Mm -hmm. and at first she didn't care. And I don't. But now like it, it's, it has weighed on her. Yeah. You know. Enough to the point where, like, she realized she does need a support system in, like, the her where as like her first the first group that she joined the faceless was like it was there, but they weren't there for her. Yeah, they were yeah. there for the knowledge that she brought. Yeah. yeah, and like kind of the same thing with the royals. Like they weren't there for her. Like she gained her spot there at in a kind of in a true way because you outed someone who was a cheater uh in the in the academy Mm -hmm. but like in a way that they did not like Mm -hmm. but with this last group the headmaster does seem to have your better interests in mind and actually has angelica's future in mind and not just your knowledge or your power but her potential ish yeah 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 the recognition is a little nice yeah no lie but yeah i think i think angelica is kind of getting the best of herself right now too yeah yeah that's that's our year year fall for and like uh, i can't I, believe i feel like there's so much more to like figure out too but we're going oh, into our final battle yeah. like and like it's there's so interesting to see how it ends and absolutely like j- to see how our our game ends like y'all i 100% recommend if you haven't already pick up this game you can play it by yourself you can play it quicker than me and jess have played it for sure <laughs> that's great and like you can do it as a regular journaling game where you write down stuff like you can come up with your own ideas you can come up with like your own like obstacles to throw in your own ways and it's, but even it's, if you don't like the cards just somehow work it's yeah. crazy it is it is so coincidental that it can't be coincidental right like i don't know how it's working but it's working even after we finish this game this is definitely something that i think me and jess may may talk about from time to time yeah this has been one of my favorite games i think ever that i've played it has been a such a thrill to play this game I cannot recommend it enough. Really, really just 
100% recommend this game. It, it It is so great. Like, if you don't have tarot deck, like, there's online things that you can use. There's, uh, hell, your public library may even have one that you can uh, check out. That's true. Ours does. Yeah. Um, but that will be it for our fourth year. We will see you again for our final exam in our final episode of Tangled Blessings. Thank you.